Welcome back, Marys. Hi. Hi. This is, of course, <laughs> another episode of Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show. All right, Mary. I'm Colin. I'm Johnny. And we're, we take nuance to kind of talk about things that maybe uh, didn't fit in the main, our main podcast episode mm-hmm. because, you know, people just want like a recap and kind of like talking about the episode. Yeah. In this uh, nuance, we'll kind of just kind of delve into some things surrounding Drag Race, mm-hmm. catching up on some news uh, and having kind of other discussions like, yeah. that are kind of surrounding things. Yeah. Um, you know, we, of course, Mary's, we had a big week. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about that too. Uh, yeah. We, uh, maybe we should. Yeah, let's just we start. Should, let's I think just that's do what, it. Yeah. So if, if you didn't happen to catch, we we uh, the, the universe threw some some shekels our way, some gold dust. Yeah, really. And uh, we were fortunate enough to ha- sit down with Trixie Mattel last week. Yeah, for a two-hour interview. Yeah, really a conversation. Didn't feel like an interview. Yeah, just felt like we were ch- chatting with her. Yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of felt like totally humbled and like, why the hell am I here? Sure, sure. There was that feeling <laughs> too of like. This I'm like Oh I right. can't do this Right It's like <laughs> You just won All Stars 3 There were so I... many So many bones That Trixie was giving us mm-hmm. Like I was like Oh thank you for Thank you for just saying that Because we should have asked that You right. know what I mean Well and I think that like You know I, But I also think we just We just we let her talk, you know, it was like, yeah, this is, right. they listen to us every week. Let right. me hear somebody else talk. For sure. Yeah. I thought it was great. I thought we learned a lot. I thought that just the experience, you know, cause we do this podcast where we talk about this show and we talk about what happens on the show. We have to talk about what we think happens behind the scenes. We're talking about it as a TV show and as like the narrative that we're watching. Yeah. So to take the next like meta level of like talking to a contestant from the show who won the show, who knows how this works. Right. She's done it a couple of times. Yeah. It was like, you you kind of don't go back. You kind of don't ever forget. Yeah, all like all of those details. Ugh. It's a really interesting way to see the show now. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, um, totally. Yeah, and I I just feel like I what I liked the most about that interview be, besides just like the enthusiasm and the and the love that came back from all the Marys um, was just like learning so much more about Trixie slash Brian and just about just kind of getting that perspective from someone who is just doing so much right well, now. And, and you know, we forget like, not that we forget, but like Trixie is like a person. Yeah. Right? Like Trixie's also a fan of drag race. Yeah. Trixie to, to hear Trixie talk with fans for two hours, I mm-hmm. think is very different than reading like an interview. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So I thought it was just such a gift mm-hmm. for Trixie to the fans, to us. Yeah. Uh, it was just so beautiful, but I think we should maybe tell our Mary's how this all I was going to say Mary's are wondering like, well, how did this Because uh, Let me just say, tell you Mary's I was in, meeting at work on Wednesday during the snowstorm I was so mad that I had to go into work anyway I was in this meeting and then I come back to my desk and I'm in a a group text with Trixie Mattel yeah yeah I mean (laughs) I was like what right so what happened was that we I think we got a message from Trixie maybe like the day before the night before we got a message from Trixie on on Facebook I'm sorry I'm on Twitter um just saying that she loved the show loved up you know all right Mary great season great season you know had some nice things to say it was like oh so alone gooped and gagged yeah the Trixie Mattel listens to all right Mary oh Wow. Oh, okay. Right. So we wrote back and said thank you, and then just kind of casually tossed out like, "Hey, you know, if you ever want to join us for an episode, you yeah, know, because if you don't ask, you know, you yeah, don't get it. you don't get." It. So it was like, "Here's an open invite." It wasn't like, "Hey, what are you doing right now?" Right. The, no expectation. I thought maybe in a couple of months, maybe yeah. after she's done touring, yeah. who knows? She'll be after in New York. I've lost twenty pounds. Sure, yeah. like you know, it, something other than in a couple hours from now. Right. So she writes back and she goes, "Well, what city are you guys in?" And then. 
you know, we were like, okay, well, well we could straight back and say, well, we can, tra- we can travel or we can do Skype. Like we're like preparing to like negotiate this. Yeah. Like, you know, we'll do whatever we have to do to make this happen. Right. If this is even going to happen, like who are we to ask for this? Yeah, right. So we just wrote back, you know, we're, we're in New York and she says, oh my God, I'm here right now. Text me. And it was, uh, that was, that's how easy it was. And then the text was on my phone. It mm-hmm. was just insane. And then, yeah. yeah, it just went from there. Yeah. And we went and we met her that night, uh, literally like four hours later yeah. at her hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me tell you, Mary's, Trixie had one of the biggest ones I've ever seen. <laughs> and of course I'm talking about her hotel. Room. Right. Of course. I, I was going to say the mini fridge was, <laughs> right. uh, was real. It was what you were talking about. Cause that was impressive. Oh my God. It was such a beautiful hotel room. Mm-hmm. And Trixie assured us. She's like, this is not normal. This yeah. is the biggest thing I've ever seen. Uh, biggest room I've ever seen. Right. This was York. like a, Oh, you're Trixie Mattel. Here's an upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Right, yeah. right. Right. The gays um, were working at the front. Desk. Oh, the gays were yeah. everywhere. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and it was just super casual and yeah. we just, you know, uh, there was no pretension about it. We were, we, Mary's just so you're all clear you're all correct when you say I'll bet they were queening out oh. I'll bet they were just so we were completely queening out yeah raised like oh my god I can't believe we're about to go do this right but then I think we handled it pretty well I think we we didn't I just mean be- I think you did Colin I think I was literally just like I was just a laughing head right. on the podcast which but is fine sure. everybody needs an audience yeah, Katya laughed at all her jokes <laughs> I think she probably felt at home yeah so yeah I just I was just so elated and so ecstatic mm-hmm. and also I mean there's there's something about Trixie Mattel also that I have a connection with because of like uh, her just being a musician and mm-hmm. me being a musician myself and yeah. just knowing that that's also his journey that yeah. he's been writing songs you know for as long as I've been writing songs you yeah. know what I mean and, and it was fun to talk to Trixie as a musician right. as a songwriter writer and right. as a producer right. as a like, producer yeah. i cannot believe the whole album he produced that album himself yeah mary's if you don't know how hard that is that's a lot of money it's yeah. a lot of energy mm-hmm. there's a lot of um uh conceptualizing to do mm-hmm. you, you have to worry about you know covers and photo shoots and then finding like a good kind of co-producer somebody that's going to help you in the studio you know yeah. it, it's a huge task right right and what i love about it is that all of the money goes to Trixie. Oh, it's yeah. It's not going to some other label. You're not waiting for your cut. You yeah. know, it's like, yeah, you put all that work this in. This is like, this is trailblazing, yeah. right? Yeah. I just love yeah. that. Well, and it just, it really reinforced that feeling I had that like, Trixie's, she's doing it. She's yeah. doing like, moving moving the needle on drag. Right. And like, and doing it pretty much all on her own. Yeah. It's not like all of a sudden Trixie's got this big entourage. Right. She's like, no, I'm pretty much doing this on my own. Yeah, no, she's, yeah, yeah she's a one, yeah. one drag queen show. Yeah. So it's, which really, is also impressive too. If yeah. you've ever seen an Andrew Bird performance, I mean mm-hmm. like it is incredible to see the, uh, the, the symphony that is created by one person. Yeah. That technology exists. Yeah. Anyway, we were like totally over the moon. Yeah. And let me tell you, just getting to post the episode and oh. getting to like kind of surprise our listeners. The, I mean, the best was all the notifications coming in of people just being like, what? Yeah. This is incredible. Yeah. Like, I just think that like that the, the when people took away like oh my god you were like representing us as fans it's like exactly that was all we we were we are not yeah yeah we're literally like how did this happen yeah okay we'll do it right for the sure. fans right, for our right. listeners <laughs> yeah yeah 
Thing. No, it was it was mm-hmm. it was unreal. And and now, I mean, because we had just started talking about like a week or so earlier, oh, yeah. wanting mean, to do interviews. We we reached out to a couple of queens. One of one that's on season ten, mm-hmm. who is obviously busy, and mm-hmm. then another one that's a local queen. Mm-hmm. We didn't hear anything back. Yeah, and, and then this kind of, and then this happened. This would happen. It couldn't have been easier. Uh, yeah. So you never. We literally know. did nothing. Right. So I mean, we we've been you know now that this happened. I mean, not for nothing. I'm feeling galvanized. I'm like, I want to get Sasha Valor. I want to get Peppermint. I want to get Peppermint on. Yeah. Those two queens. I want to talk to i think we could marry out with them right um if shangela was ever you know oh available but she's gonna be just as busy as trixie god bless her yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so uh anyway we're yeah we're, we're we we like that we like getting to talk to these drag race queens yeah and then we got to have like an all right mary conversation yeah. we get to like yeah not to mention we got um two free trixie t-shirts and yeah. the, and the albums on cd both yeah. two birds and one stone yeah which was so cool it's like yeah, yeah. I have some stuff it's like well, oh, it's so we nice. brought you an all right mary yeah. pin <laughs> here's our pin yeah yeah, yeah. it was like <laughs> she was like oh cool right, yeah put this in there. yeah great know. yeah <laughs> yeah right yeah <laughs> i gotta get this bag filled before i throw it in the can <laughs> so i might as well add this on <laughs> I'm sure she We're kept kidding. it. Yeah, We're totally. Kidding. Yeah. But it was just like, I feel I like, what can I offer you to say thank yeah. you for doing this? Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I it was so kind. Yeah. So kind and yeah. generous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she couldn't have been more lovely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah really. Yeah. I mean, just like a normal human being. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, I yeah. felt kind of safe too because I know that we're both introverts mm-hmm. and I, knowing how she is, it's like, okay, this is all kind of surreal for all of us. Right. So yeah. We're all like, we're just going to do this. Yeah. 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 We both all love drag. So yeah. let's just talk about it. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was, it was really great. It was really fun. And, um, yeah, I mean, all I can just be grateful. It's like, yeah. holy shit. Yeah. That was insane. It, it came out of nowhere. That was insane. And we're going to just take that as, okay, that was insane. Thank we're you, gonna, Ross. We're, we'll take we'll that take on. Take that on. We're moving right along. Yep. Okay. Yep. I've done it. I've done it. <laughs> I've done it. I expect the same oh, for my girls. God. Just yeah. landed like fresh tilapia. Yeah, right? <laughs> no big deal. Throws the bag on the table. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yes totally. Um, bitches, I'm back. Okay. Bitches. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So... N- that's Trixie. So that's that. That's right. If you still have questions about it, you can contact us. Sure. But like, yeah. you know, I mean, we're not hiding anything. There's right. no, there's no like. Everything that we talked about, you heard. Yeah. Uh, save like some discussions beforehand and afterhand. That was basically Trixie asking us about the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and how it got started and mm-hmm. things like that and how long we've been doing it and things like that. Like yeah. those kind of silly questions. Yeah. Otherwise you were with us the whole yeah. night. Yeah. yeah. It was um, pretty exciting. Yeah. Uh, another fun thing that happened this week is that we got. A last chance lip sync playlist from Sister Mary Brian. I, this is like the kind of listener feedback I love. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. I was just like, we've been needing this forever. Yeah, and you did. Because we're like 800 years old. Yeah. I don't know how to use Spotify. I know how to use it. I'm a big I'm a big Spotifyer, but I just didn't create the list. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Brian, he's done it. Yes. And so... We will, of course, post the link on Twitter. Um, but if you want to search for it, the, the playlist is, is just called Last Chance Lip Syncs. Yeah. I have to imagine there aren't that many. Well, the description says, like, all found on All Right oh, Mary perfect. since uh, episode 36. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't gotten all the way to our current Mm-hmm. Uh, last chance lip syncs, yeah. but he's—I guess—he's doing it right. Um, yeah, and it is—I, I, you know—it's—it's it's a cool list. It's a journey. He recommends to put it on shuffle. Yeah, <laughs> they, there is no, there is no 
uh, continuity, certainly right. week over week. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's an emotional decision in the moment. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's interesting because it's kind of like a little snapshot about, like, kind of who we are and yeah. things yeah. we like. Things we respect. Yeah. And, like, I always. There is like, an Alana song. Yeah. It's know? like, well, what are the running themes? Shirley Bassey is on there twice. Okay, right. Yeah. Like, Alana's is on there twice. That's Shirley's me. on there twice. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So, thank you, Brian. That really amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, question for you i'm just kind of i know we're gonna i'm just gonna get a couple of little questions out of the way and we can get into those topics it, yeah um we've we've gotten a lot of requests for drag race thailand i wonder your oh. thoughts on maybe after season 10 we do some kind of recap of drag race thailand yeah yeah um, i think that's totally fair yeah. i uh i've been watching it yeah and i can't tell you mary how 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 cool it is great well then that that will be officially what we do after season 10 okay uh this summer will be drag race thailand yeah Oh, a decision has been made. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm excited. I haven't watched any of it. Yeah. So we'll do, maybe we can even do dual episodes with Drag Race, uh, Dragula and Drag Race Thailand. Yeah. You know, and, oh, sure. Because I do want, I'm telling you, Mary. Yeah. Dragula's. You mean like an episode where we cover both shows in one episode? Um, or two different episodes? Two different episodes. Yeah. Like that maybe we're going to do like maybe a four episode series and we're just going to oh sure i could see that yeah i could see that like where we don't do an an episode of the show per episode of podcast yeah 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 um all right well i'm down for that cool yeah um we got a i just love this we got a a matreon request from sister mary anthony for the um short-lived series hey paula which i'd never watched watched it i just i love that he said it's very on brand very soupy (laughs) Like, oh, you get it, it Mary. Is soupy. Yeah, it's soupy. It is soupy. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a reason why it probably only went one season. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Paula. Bye, yeah. Paula. Bye, yeah. Paula. Bye, Paula. <laughs> um, and so then, a uh, couple other things. Sister Mary Sarah had this really interesting idea that I'd love to see. And when we talk about kind of like final challenges uh-huh. and like this concept of that being almost like a different game, you know, oh, like you yeah, get to like the, final the final challenge, the final four. Yeah. And like, right. what if the final, Super Bowl. yeah. What if the final challenge was almost like an iron man, an iron queen, you know, <laughs> where they have to do like the iron lady. Yeah. I was going to say iron lady, but it might be a little, little too, little too Thatcher. Yeah. Um, but I, you know, I think if, we need a Thatcher. I think we need a Thatcher here. <laughs> hey, yo, Thatcher. <laughs> but I, um, I, you know, I like this idea where they do, like, let's say they have to, like, create a look, and then they have to, like, do an impersonation, and they have, like, you know, like, four different things, like, four different staple things that they have to present. Oh, like, they have to do a snatch game. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And, that, and that that becomes kind of, like, not, like, you know, because All-Stars won, you know, or different seasons, like, the final challenge is a couple different things, uh-huh. but this is, like distinct different little mini challenges so it's not all about a lip sync it's not all about a lip sync it's about like it's kind of here is a a compendium of everything you you can do all stars three right it was uh you have to write perform Mm -hmm. dance Mm -hmm. in a video you know like that's all within the same challenge i guess it's like you have a separate snatch game character yeah um and you know and yeah different seasons have done versions of this but it'd be like cool. if you can't do a lift, you know, you're kind of fucked yeah. for that final challenge. Yeah. So you got to have something else to make up for it, perhaps. Yeah. yeah. It'd be cool to see a queen have to kind of like show expertise in like four different areas of drag. You know right. what I mean? And right. like kind of look at it that way. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that'd even be fun just as like a, you know, contestants on like a, on a one off episode of a show, like a chopped, oh, where they're yeah. like, you know what oh, I mean? I see what you mean. That'd be like a fun show to watch. Okay. Yeah. Like a chopped. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess the finale of season nine was kind of like a chop, right? It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. like that, but with different challenges. Right. I mean, yeah. 
there is a backlash from the fans that want a cumulative competition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I wonder how they would contend with that. Right. I think if it was like chopped where the contestants are only on for one episode. And like, what if it was like drag you where it's all these past contestants often coming on. Oh, so it's familiar faces oh, playing the game show. Sure. Playing okay, the game. Like a game show. Yeah. 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 Like it's kind of like if you fuck up, it doesn't mean you're a bad show. No, we just played the game show. Yeah. 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 Right, right. Um, well, that's an interesting. Um, I don't know if I would make it a finale. I think I, that would be a spinoff. Show. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah Like be- not chopped But clocked Clocked yeah, yeah totally Totally Yeah uh, All right Mary presents Clocked, clocked Yeah <laughs> You know We just got Trixie Mattel The sky's the limit mama We can Who knows Who knows Oh Mary um, Oh I You know I love our listeners For just being so kind to us Yeah uh, But like We really are just fans Oh and, yeah like, This is Yeah this is Right surreal. But you know It's yeah. like if that's what the universe wants for us, we'll, we'll you know produce what? a TV we'll, yeah. show. Hey, we'll, if one interview went well, why not do another one? Right. But, you know, we'll we'll talk after maybe the fifth interview. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to jump too far. Is she really yeah. going to jump from there? I mean, <laughs> not for nothing, Mary. I'm not very TV ready. Yeah, you I know, mean, you we're, know. We're short little, you know, gay boys. Who's calling gay me white short? Boys, I'm 5'9", okay? average at we best. We don't need more gay white boys on TV, Mary. I guess. <laughs> I do have a YouTube channel. Well, and that's fine, Mary, mm-hmm. but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, know on that point some of our marys i know one of them had meant had emailed us saying it's really like they're very into what we're doing and they love our voices and we feel like best friends and i love that so much but they're like i don't know what you guys look like oh so do we if do we want to let people know if they want to like have a face to a name i know there's a picture on the website yeah there's a picture on the website do you want people following on instagram oh I mean, I, I I'm I'm just not a very good Instagrammer. But, but then at least they at least they get to see who you what you look yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. I'm at Johnny also. On there you Instagram. go. I am uh, I am not really. I don't really use Instagram. I haven't used my Instagram account in like years. So it, it, I don't think there's any pictures of me even on there. Maybe one. Um, but. I've been uh, putting my back into it a little bit more with my YouTube channel, which is a small but growing effort. Um, So if you do want to see me talk about things other than Drag Race, you can find me on YouTube under my full name, Colin Drucker. That's (laughs) C-O-L-I-N-D-R-U-C-K-E-R. Okay, cool. Right? Like, why not? As RuPaul would say, can you spell that slower? Right, can you spell that slower for (laughs) me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bukatinsky. Bukatinsky. Yeah. Bukatinsky. I'm just never going to get that. Um, <laughs> um, but okay, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I yeah. didn't realize that fans were curious about what we looked like. I get it. After a while, like I, when I listen to podcasts. I'm always really disappointed when I see what my podcast's uh, hosts look like. Oh. So, you know, Mary's. Well, I think. It, oh, there's a reason we're on a podcast. Oh, I <laughs> Like like we're like a couple of you know like we're Shredder and Splinter over here uh, with with microphones. Kind of. <laughs> Can you hear? I, you, sh- sh- I'm standing. I'm sitting right I'm here. I'm the Mary. You are the Rhoda. You're the Brenda in this case. You're the mother. Um, so you're the I'm the Phyllis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. I. I think we have. I think we're great people with a lot to offer. And if you want to see what we look like, you should go check it out. That's what I have to say. All right, Mary. Um. We kind of addressed this. Uh, Sister Mary Kate had sent us a question about like what defines and what defies a lip sync. We kind of talked about this in the main episode about like the gags. Are the gags too much? Oh yeah. You know, are they necessary? Is this the direction lip syncs are going? We had covered this in the main episode. The the too long don't read from my point of view is like 
the gags are great if they elevate and form the performance in the song but if they're just to like throw out a gag then i think you've missed the art of lip syncing sure from my point of view my point of view is uh i love the gags i think it's really creative um but i hope that it doesn't discount when a queen doesn't have a gag yeah Mm -hmm. because if a queen doesn't have a gag it doesn't mean that she didn't do as well right right i i think I think there are so many songs and so many performances that are only hurt by a gag. I mean, it was interesting to find out from Trixie that they gave them a $25 budget mm-hmm. for the for the final lip sync. Well, and then I'm like, so was there like some table with all these like priced things, like a garage sale? You know what I mean? No, I think you just like go and you tell a gopher or whatever oh, I see. to go, an intern to go yeah. buy this for them. You know, right, so right. Shangela was like, go buy me a pinata. Right, right. And then the intern was like... <gasps> okay. Yes. Yeah. I brought the sledgehammer. I just need the pinata. Oh. Um So uh what else do I have? Oh, so we should talk about um uh, Ben's letter. Yeah. Um I wanna maybe start with Mayhem Miller. Mm-hmm. So Mayhem Miller in God bless her, we love her. Mm-hmm. Um in uh Untucked she talks about how when she kept seeing her name on those lists mm-hmm. of, of queens that should be on Drag Race, and then she didn't get the call. Right. And I'm going to return to that term in a second. She didn't get the call. She felt worthless. She's like, what did I do this for? Like, what? Like, my my drag career cannot take off without being on this goddamn TV show, whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing drag for so long. And just this idea of the call reminds me of the discussion in Sister Act when the, the all of the sisters are sitting around making rosary beads mm-hmm. or making rosaries. And uh, they're like, oh, Sister Mary Clarence, when did you get the call? And the call is like the call to become a nun. Oh, sure. I'm familiar. Yeah. And I... Uh, the, the, the similarities were too crazy for me mm-hmm. that for whatever reason, because she, because RuPaul has, you know, created an empire mm-hmm. that it has become this kind of um, omnipotent kind of thing yeah. where you need to get chosen and selected and plucked to a higher stage. Yeah. To yeah. be a uh, an ambassador of drag, mm-hmm. and that you can't necessarily do that with as much power as a local queen, mm-hmm. which isn't right. Right. I think it's kind of like you know, on the highway, there's sometimes there's like a um, a carpool lane, and you can only drive in that if you get somebody in the pa- in the passenger seat. And like, say you're sitting in the other four lanes, and they're just packed full of traffic. But if you can get into that you know, carpool lane, then you could speed ahead. Right. I think that's what's happening here is drag race is the carpool lane and everybody else gets stuck in traffic. Sure. And like, you're never going to get to those, to that destination that these drag race, you might, but like, you're not going to get there as quickly right. as these drag race queens. Yeah. You know, like they're always going to have that head start. That booking fee. I mean, mm-hmm. if you have that on your resume, yeah, it, it, you are immediately elevated. Mm-hmm. And that just speaks to uh, Ben Creme. Yeah. Now, ben Creme put out this letter mm-hmm. addressed to basically the problematic fans right. that spew hate right. and, and attack queens. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things she says is we all uh, now live in a moment where drag race is inextricably tied to any drag queen's career, whether they engage with it or not. It provides amazing opportunities for both cast members and viewers. The culture surrounding it also takes some things away. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it bothers me that to see someone like Mayhem Miller 
yes, finally make it on. And mm-hmm. I'm celebrating that. And I think that's great. Yeah. But at what cost? She felt that she was worthless. Yeah. For how many years did she feel invalidated mm-hmm. by something that isn't real? Right. By something that has been created and supported by um, fans that don't see past what they're only seeing on television. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it just, I think there's a lot of things in that letter that Ben says about the fact that this is like, this is a TV show. Reality television has become our coliseum and we are we all have this bloodlust and this is how we're satisfying it. And when I say we, you know, viewers, you know, uh, whether their intentions are good or not. And it's all of it's sick. It's not just the fact that like, because I think what Ben's saying is it's not just the fact that like drag race becomes this requisite to like get past a certain point in your drag career. Um, it's that like the whole thing has become like, bastardized in a way the whole thing has become a little bit polluted in a way that it's not just drag race it's the fact that like drag race exists in the world of of reality television which is our new which is which is the same format in which we gawk at people on the bachelor yeah and we gawk yep. at people on fear factor it's, right it's all the same Real intention it's all the, i mean drag race might be doing more good than harm than some of these other shows By celebrating you know yeah. people of color queer people of color mm-hmm. yeah queers but, yeah but at the end of the day like the audience, the, the audience demand is is the same. People want drama. They want conflict. They want. I mean, that's what defines a good season. And if they don't see it, they'll create it, which yeah. sucks. Yeah. And so when you've got someone like the vixen, when she's saying like, you know, all the I got so sick of the niceties of season nine. Let's not be a season of somebody. Yeah, yeah. She is. She is speaking for a fan base that's mm-hmm. voracious for for that kind of drama. Sure. But what Ben is highlighting is like, yeah. And at what cost? Of our sanity, of our joy, of our friendships, of our relationships, of right. our of our reputations. Yeah. All of that is sacrificed to be on this show to elevate your career. Yeah. And it really goes back to the thesis of why she did what she did. She's like, I did that to say, fuck it. You actually don't have to do that. Yeah. You don't have to make that compromise. Right. And you know, I I agree. And I think she She's not going to change the system, but she can make a statement by sure. being like, "I'm by way, basically what she did. I'm going to come on your show and I'm going to kill it with talent. And then the moment you want me to play your game, I'm not doing this anymore. Well, and, I mean, it's not like she said this was all premeditated. No, I'm not saying that, but that's right. when she got to that point. It was like, here's what I'm going to show you. Yeah. It's like, right. You, you don't Done. have to follow these authorities. This is awful. Yeah. Yeah. She kind of, uh, as we like to say, she read the writing on the wall. Yeah. Um, another quote I wanted to pull out from her letter. <clears throat> she says, recognize that this show is a platform for all these queens to share their work post show. Mm-hmm. It is a stepping stone, not an end game. And Trixie spoke to this as well. Yeah. The crown itself has no bearing on the queen's happiness, success, or finances. This is evidenced by the fact that you regularly tear the winner to shreds. Mm-hmm. Trixie Mattel. Mm-hmm. Um, it mm-hmm. is also evi- uh, evidenced. Oh, and Sasha Velour. Yeah. Um, it is also evidenced by the reality and by the drag queen. Sorry. I'm, yeah. I'm Tyra. Anyway, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, it is also evidenced by the reality that any queen who gets close to winning $100,000 will make at least $100,000. Yep. Anyone who thinks a queen's bookings will suffer just because she didn't win is deluded. Completely. Yeah. Completely. I mean, that's the thing is these queens. Now, we're saying 100000 We're talking $56,000 after all the taxes, more or less. A lot of these queens have booking fees of five, seven, eight thousand dollars a night. Right. You know, it's like you you make that money. You know, you make that you know make that hundred thousand dollars gross in a couple of months. You know what I mean? It's like 
or you have a queen like Katya who she started to go fund me and she hit her goal in like 20 minutes. Yeah. So yeah. this is B. not B. it. Bibi is, is doing the same thing. Bianca mm-hmm. Del Rio did the same thing for yep. her movie. Mm-hmm. You, and, and she'll make that back yeah. in booking fees of anything. Yep. You have Alexis Michelle who has uh, an album on the way mm-hmm. and uh, and 54 Below kind of staple performances. Right. And, she, and people read her and dragged her the fuck off that yeah. show. It matters less and less every day what she wore in the Village People Challenge yeah. and more about... The fact what that she's doing, what after. she's doing right now, yeah. and that's it. That's that's the god honest truth about it. Ben is right. This is just a platform to jump from, and it's tough because I think in All Stars three that was like oh, but it's still kind of a competition. Like uh, like yeah. we're but for, people, you know, and you know, this comes from this idea that pe- uh, people that love Shangela like us mm-hmm. are like you robbed Shangela. It's like Shangela mm-hmm. did amazing. Yeah. I don't know what was robbed from her, except for obvious, obviously the prize. Right. That she, Ben is saying she will make at least that back, yeah. and that's not guaranteed for the winner. Right. Right. No, exactly. Because like Shangela, it's like she's guaranteed it because she's always on tour. She's in. She's in a Star Is Born. Oh my God. I mean, Shangela is going to be fine financially, yeah. and I think that you know, in a lot of All ways, all of those queens are. Kennedy yeah. is going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, I think in some ways it's true that that Kennedy benefited the most because I just think that, like, in terms of getting the love and the recognition, and like, I think people, I hope some people were felt called out of like, oh yeah, I guess, I guess I don't give Kennedy enough credit. Like, I, I think even myself, I was like, I always thought Kennedy was was good, but now after All Stars three, I'm like, oh. Right, I forget. Like she's so fucking good, and it's not that she's a, just a great dancer. She's like a great queen. Yeah, you know. Um, but otherwise, I mean, yeah, it's just a platform. And uh, you know, I appreciated this letter coming out. It certainly came from a place of passion and frustration, mm-hmm. a place of standing up for kind of other queens mm-hmm. for just kind of like snapping some sense into uh, some of these these fans. You know, it's interesting because we don't, at at All Right Mary, we don't necessarily always interact with some of these fans, which Mm -hmm. I think helps that we're not on Facebook. But um, even Twitter, like sometimes we get some of those problematic things and we're just kind of like, you know, I... We, we we just don't want to engage with it because yeah. it's just not it, it it's not real it's yeah. it's it's created and it's not fair mm-hmm. um and it's inhumane yeah um and yeah. i i support ben and i uh i i hope for, for great things for ben yeah. you know yeah well i mean i think that like two things i think one i think this was this letter was great i don't think the people who need to read it are going to read it right it's often the case but it doesn't mean you shouldn't write it it doesn't mean that you shouldn't write it um and also yes i think a queen like ben a queen like any of these queens could be just fine you know and uh the win here is that we're in a time where drag queens can be successful and can have thriving careers and can support themselves on their art yeah and Regardless of whether what they win the show, you that's know, the win. And this goes back to season nine, and not to you know bring up a sore subject, mm. but when Valentina wasn't defending her sisters mm-hmm. for you know the fans that were coming for the other the the Valentina fans that were coming for the other girls, right? It's like Valentina, you you kind of have a responsibility now to yeah. be like, dude, if you're one of my fans. You love these queens mm-hmm. and you're not mean to them. Yeah, and I, I, I'm sure Valentina has kind of come around and seen mm-hmm. seen that. But like, it's it is now up to the queens, unfortunately, that yeah. they have to just like 
defend every week now yep. it seems this is part of the game this is part of being on drag race it's not fair no of course but it's it, not right they shouldn't have to do that but there's no it, to me it feels like and it's not just drag race it's a whole bunch of 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 elements creating a byproduct like no they shouldn't and sure it's a byproduct of being more mainstream and reaching more audiences who are less discerning yeah but like that problem didn't start with drag race right so and, it's like it's such a bigger issue and trixie even said like you know so much hate can come my way and like mm. i usually and probably always will just ignore it and yep. i don't care yeah um that's hard for a lot of queens to get oh, to yeah. that place yeah. right um, I think it is important that, you know, when somebody spews you hate, you block them mm -hmm. or you mute them. Yep. Um, yep. I think that is exactly what you need to do. Yeah. That's what I do in my life. You yeah. know, if somebody says something shitty, it's just like, bye. Right, right. I don't and have to explain why, bye, either. Yeah, because yeah, Michelle's talked about this. I think she had posted something or she was responding to something and kind of recognizing these people just want a response. They just, this is their way. They're of, just trees in the forest mm -hmm. throwing the apples at yep. you. They just want a reaction and... And giving them nothing is really the best response. Right. Um, and blocking them so that they don't have access to you anymore. Yeah. I mean, that's... People think, oh, but I want to like, you know, kick Fight it back. back. Yeah, but it's like, no, that's exactly what they want. Yeah. No, by blocking them, you've taken away that source. Yeah. You're starving them. They hate it. Yeah, right. Yeah. They're literally like sitting on their bed yeah, with the lights off at, at the ready. Right. Now they're like, fuck, now I can't get to Michelle Visage. Now yeah, who am I going to go I'm going to post about how much I'm mad about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It's... um. You know. Screaming into the sky. You yeah, know? yeah. There's, uh, God, come on, Darwinism, help us out here. <laughs> oh, I, I, no, I'm not going to be compassionate about people like that. No, I just, I, I, I really think like as much as we've advanced in this world and technology and the internet and all that stuff, it's like what a god awful byproduct that it's empowered so many, so many angry, misguided people. Well, you know, I we had this issue um, in my school when, when I was teaching um, that students, especially high school students, they have a persona for their teachers. Yep. They have a persona for their parents. Mm -hmm. They have a persona for their friends. And then they have an internet persona. Yeah. And what's crazy, the band teacher um, was trying to use technology in the classroom because mm -hmm. it's very buzzy and was using this uh, like chat, like live dialogue feedback thing uh -huh. where everybody logs in on their phone and then they can like chat or they log in on their laptop and they, they can kind of just like put comments on the board. Mm -hmm. The screen names oh, that these kids have chosen Ugh. are racist, mm -hmm. sexist, homophobic mm -hmm. and yet the teacher was like this is the nicest this is like a straight a student right right and they've got some god awful you know and colin i don't want to talk about it on this podcast but like mm -hmm. god awful right. i'm talking f word i'm talking n word i'm talking every mm -hmm. slur all the yeah all the words yeah all the all the combinations I, I can imagine no i can totally picture it i mean and so he saw the board and he immediately turned it off mm-hmm and then w went on to these students. Yeah. I was like, this is going to take a lot more than yeah. just, uh, you know, yelling at students in a band room. Right. But, you know, and obviously he took more steps after that. But mm -hmm. like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. And and to think that it's not just kids. No, I mean, not at all. Because like, we're saying this and there's like, 
I mean, there's there's kids making speeches in Washington. You know right, what I mean? It's exactly. like in some ways I look at this younger generation, I'm like, Well, thank God yeah. you're here. Yeah. Ugh, you know, people knock younger people all the time. It's like, oh no. I love people who admit our generation fucked up. Let's hope these kids can do better than we did, because that's the God honest truth. Sure. Um but no, it's it's people of all ages. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's I wish you could just localize it and say, Well, people grow up, they mature. It's not even that. Oh no! There's yeah. something else needs to happen. That's I don't even know what. Yeah, you know. And so anyway, I know we're preaching to the choir here, of course. Marys, yeah. Um, but you know, whenever you can, either don't engage, mm-hmm. block. Uh, you know, uh, if somebody sends someone hate, you know, send something love. Yeah. To that same queen mm-hmm. and and don't engage. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't retweet. Don't get into those arguments on Facebook or anywhere. Yeah. It's uh, it's a waste of time and it fuels the internet to go in a very very sad direction. That's that's just my take. Oh, I agree. I agree. It's very tempting to get into those like yeah, comment it wars. Is. I I think I think on one episode I uh, of the this podcast I talked to you about how I got stuck mm-hmm. in a little tiff yeah. with somebody. And I shouldn't have, yeah. you know, it's so stupid. It's such a hair trigger reaction. I catch myself wanting to do it. And it's like, no, no. Like, and the rare times I've done it, it's just been like, I, just, I, I need, and it's been more personal. It's not me getting into someone else's fight. Yeah. Like it's, you know, people don't really come for me that often. Thank you world. But like someone did a few months ago and I was just like, Oh no, we're gonna respond to this right. and then block you. Oh, okay. I'm gonna respond to it, make sure everybody sees it, and then I'll block your ass. <laughs> um, and it felt great. Yeah. Um, um I you know, Chichi Devane just tweeted recently how you can't if if you walk through the world with joy and love, there's no room for hate. Mm-hmm. There's just no room for it. Yeah. And I think more people need to kind of strive for that. That as when we get upset and we're in the car or we have a bad day or our, our queen doesn't win or, you know, even like we feel like a show is racist mm-hmm. and not speaking to, uh, you know, fair, equal values um, that it's, that it's easy to go to a place of anger and frustration and less to a place of love. You have to find a way to find love and to find the focus on that. If something isn't bringing you joy anymore, stop watching it. Yeah. What I found with that is the myth is that it's hard to find joy and happiness when you're miserable or you're angry or you're choosing anger. It's actually not hard. It's like so fucking easy. It's just not fun. It just doesn't feel good at first. To me... Like it's an experiment. Like it, I've done this. I've done it. It's like if you're like in your head, you're in your feelings, you're caught in something. We're not talking about depression. We're talking no. about just like oh, being angry about something. I am not talking about a mental health condition, Mary. No. Trust me, I get it. The winter's almost over. Trust me, I get it. Um, but this is more about just a situational situation, um, so to speak. But uh, I, I, I have found that you can be in this place where you can say, no, I am going to choose to think about something happy right now. You can. It's totally possible. And then what you do is you say, you know what? I'm grateful I'm alive. I'm grateful I can be angry right now. I'm grateful I can, you know, gratitude is a habit. Yeah. And it's like you just start choosing that. And I've done where I'll like experiment with like, like, for example, like for the rest of this song that's playing, I'm going to just, I'm going to just will, I'm going to, I'm going to pull the emergency brake and I'm going to veer left into feeling good. I'm just going to fucking force it for 15 seconds. Right. It is crazy what happens. You get to the end of 15 seconds and what you realize is like, oh, it really was a choice. Yeah. It really was a choice. I mean, the first thing I do is I unclench my jaw. Oh, yeah. Where are you, you holding know? it? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I first find physically where I'm holding it, mm-hmm. you know? 
and then I go for other things. And so, you know, sometimes I don't get out of it, you know, and I think that's okay. But, yeah. I think uh, we talked I'm not, about but that. But I'm not going to put into my fingers onto the internet. Yeah. You know? Like that's when you sign out. We talked about that with Trixie with, uh, about soldier oh, about, right. you know, and, and if you need all the words to rhyme, that's okay yeah, too. That's okay like if too. you need to be in control of everything, yeah. then just accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. yeah. Well, anyway, Marys, uh, if you have not read, if you've not read Ben's letter, uh, you should go do it. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, uh, an interesting read from a from a queen who mm-hmm. uh, is very frustrated, um, and I feel like a lot of queens are in this boat. I feel for the queens on season ten that are either already getting it or are to get it. Yep. Um, oh yeah, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, you know? even RuPaul and Michelle Visage and the judges like they get it too. Yeah. Granted, they're in a place of privilege, right? But like. You know, right. Um, and they've had more time with it. And yeah, yeah it, it's a lot about getting fluent with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it, it's an unfortunate part of all of this. I don't know what stops it. I don't think it started with the Internet. I think that just facilitated it. Um, yeah, we're also in a very, very sensitive time. And I don't mean that in a bad way. Right. Mm-hmm. Like we are finally seeing the awful inequalities going on in the world that mm. we, because of the internet where more people are being empowered to speak out whether yeah. it's against sizeism or ableism or racism mm-hmm. or feminism and sexism right mm-hmm. like all of those voices are so important and we're kind of living in that type of world of like when i see something i'm going to call it out mm-hmm. and i think that entertainment needs to understand that it affects culture and yeah. that it's a response to culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, you know, there, there are ways to go about mm-hmm. calling out uh, an inequality and, and starting a dialogue. Right. Yeah. Cause dialogue mm-hmm. is where you want, like if you think something, if something is offensive to you and it is not speaking to you, there's a way to have a dialogue with whatever that is mm-hmm. to create change. Yeah. Yeah, I think Because at the end of the day, is it is your goal to be upset to create change or mm-hmm. is your goal to be upset to just be angry? Mm-hmm. And I think when you're in your feelings like that, you have to find out what the goal is. Like, do I want drag race to change because it is racist? Th- then walk towards that. Mm-hmm. Walk towards that, right? And I am all for that. Yeah. I mean, I've said that I, you've used, used this example before and I'll, I'll say it again because I stand by this that I don't think the show is racist. Sure. Like, I just think that is if that's what you're upset about, that's a larger conversation you need to have because right. like I, I just like you're you've made the wrong decision. You're going after the wrong idols here. Um, yeah. There's so many other things that are real and present that that to come for one of the most diverse shows on television that is constantly celebrating people of color. Sure. There's other tweets to be had, mm-hmm. right. Towards other, th- other institutions. Mm-hmm. Um, the other idea is that it's, you know, transphobic. And I think that there is a narrative there for sure. Mm-hmm. That is evolving because of the outpouring of voices. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, I, I thanks for having this conversation, Colin. Yeah. And, and Marys, thanks for uh, joining us on this this kind of heavy ending to our nuance. But you know, with a letter like that, I, mean, yeah. I think it's important that we kind of get this out. I hope that we don't have to keep talking about this. Yeah. I mean, I think it's. Uh, I think at the same time, it's like you know, it's that whole idea of which wolf do you feed, right? It's like, yeah. well, we can we can address this, and then at what point do we say, okay, we're a queer community, mm-hmm. and I know that there that there are divisions within it. I, yeah. And I get that, especially as gay white men are often kind of being the stars and it's, yeah. it's been awful. But, yeah. yeah. Um, but at the same time, like, I, I think that we also need to 
to, to find love, right? Well, sure, right. I mean, at the end of the day, right? Yeah. Um, you know, to that to that point, just to kind of wrap things up on a on a uh, uplifting note. Two things. One, I want to say thank you to all of our um, kind of I think interesting connection to what you just said. Um, the straight male vis- uh, listeners who've oh, written in, yeah. um, purely because I just didn't know we had more than one or two right. um, <laughs> to kind of present their perspective on because we're here talking about what drag race means to us. And there's a lot of cultural connections and a lot of like what it's saying about the queer community, what's saying for yeah. them, blah, blah, blah. And, and obviously a straight male listener can appreciate all of that, but there's a different connection. We also speak a lot towards straight women. And mm-hmm. so for straight men also to listen in on that mm-hmm. conversation. Is, yeah. Is well, and I mean, one of the things, I mean, certainly the number of straight women who listen to this podcast and you've written in the education I got on what drag means to women yeah. has been really fantastic. Right. And so the part of it was like, well, what does this mean to straight men? Right. And some of the feedback that we got was really interesting. Some of it was just like, some of it was just like, well, it's a great show. Right. It's so engaging. I right. love the contestants. The element of transformation is fascinating. Yeah. Like it's, it, it's just a really good show. Right. Like, why would I not like this? Yeah. And I was like, right. It's also just a great fucking show yeah. that like some of the most talented people in reality television are on drag race. Cause they have to do so many different things. Um, one of our, uh, uh, straight sister, Mary Stephen, he had made a really interesting point about, um, when you're not a part of that group, it's kind of like the, it's like almost like a watching a documentary about like a fringe culture or fringe society. Mm. And it's like, Oh, I'm learning about it through this. Okay. And like in the same way that we watch a documentary about a culture we're not a part of. And yeah. it's like, Oh, Oh, that's so interesting. So that's what happens there. Right. Oh, that's so similar to me or that's right. so different. And I never thought about that before. And that's a cool way to like look at drag race. Cause in some ways, yeah, it's, it's education. It's representing different issues every season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So thanks for, for writing in, uh, gents, and letting us know your <laughs> thoughts. Um, one final thing before we go. Uh, Sister Mary Jeremy had this interesting idea that I thought we might want to try for season 10. We typically will do kind of like a superlatives roundup at the end of a season that maybe we did some kind of like All Right Mary Awards where um, we had nominees and people could vote. Oh, we had oh, kind of like a I poll, see. and then oh, we announced the winners. Oh, you know? okay, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like best runway look. Right, and we could pick like best quote, and we have five of them, and then yeah. people pick which one they like. And okay. you know, we can still have our fan favorites. Yeah, fan favorites. Yeah, <laughs> come on, fan favorite. Um, so I love that idea, and I thought that'd be a fun, interactive okay. way yeah. to kind of connect with our Marys. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm into that. Rolling with the homies. Sorry, yeah. I just went to a clueless. Thanks, place. Ty. That's way um, harsh. <laughs> <laughs> Ty, <laughs> what would I want to be with Ty? Um, all right, that's all we got, Mary. I think that's it for nuance, Mary. We heart you so we Monique heart you we, so hard. Oh yeah, yeah. What else do you do? That's hard. <laughs> um, we heart you, uh, Marys. Please let us know uh, your thoughts. Please be kind. We're they putting ourselves are. out there. They I know always this are. Is, these are hard conversations for us to have. Yeah. Um, and we think that the only reason we're having them is because we think they need to be had. Yeah. No. Um, so uh, you f- feel free to reach out to us on yeah. Twitter at All Right Mary or All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com or you can find us on the web at allrightmary.com. And of course, you probably already just heard the main episode, so you know what my spiel is going to be. I'm going to promote Patreon, which is, of course, uh, our bonus episodes, one every week. Uh, you may be aware that we just did Rowan and Michelle's high school reunion and we're about to do a league of their own. Um, so if you want to get on board with uh, Matreon, becoming a Matreon, you can go to patreon.com 
backslash all right mary uh, well you'll get access to all of our old episodes as well so like if you sign on today you just got yourself 13 new episodes oh my god of all right mary yeah you, you get carrie mm-hmm. you get teen beverly witch, hills Troop teen of- witch yep. you get adam's family yeah serial mom yeah yeah you it, get clue yeah, yeah yeah it's it's a it's a variety yeah um so yeah if uh you know the address, so you can go check that out. Um, you can also head over to iTunes, and you can leave us a rating, leave us a review. If you're going to listen to us talk on nuance, you must think we're not so bad. So maybe you want to let people know with a five-star rating and a nice thing to say. Hell yeah, Marys. Uh, we hope you have a really fantastic week. We can't wait for the second episode of A Season of Time. Oh, bring it on. Bye. Bye.